Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Podcast Network Asia. Anyong mga K-drama pamangkin, it's another Tuesday. So are you ready for another K-drama review courtesy of your tita na mahilig magpaulan ng spoilers? And let me just say that I am beyond excited to talk about this K-drama because mga pamangkin, I am confident that I finally found my number one K-drama of 2023. Emphasis on my, okay? M-Y. Yes, of course, there were good K-dramas from this year that I also enjoyed, but none that really stood out. Because for me, Pamangkin, a good K-drama is something that immediately pops up on my mind almost instantly whenever anyone asks me what would be a good K-drama to watch from this year. And to be honest, this year, whenever friends, colleagues, or random people on the internet would ask me for suggestions, not only does it take me a while to come up with suggestions, most of the time for this year, okay? I wasn't so confident with my suggestions. Like, sure, watch this K-drama, but here's the thing. Palagi ako may pa-disclaimer ganun. Unlike those years where I there's really a lot of K-dramas that are good, like I would even be the one spreading the news about it. And the last time I remember doing that, going out of my way to recommend a K-drama because I really loved it and want more people to watch it because I know you will also enjoy it, was for last year's Extraordinary Attorney Wool. That? K-drama was really a good watch and it took me almost a year to finally confidently recommend again a K-drama to you mga pamangkin from this year. At yan na nga ang pag-uusapan natin today. It's time mga pamangkin to talk about Disney Plus K-drama Moving. Moving is again based on a webtoon about a group of innocent teenagers with extraordinary abilities that goes head-to-head with some of the world's most powerful governments. Of course, there's more to the story than that, of course. (laughs) So yes, mga pamangkin, this is a fantasy-slash-supernatural K-drama, but... It's not just fantasy or supernatural K-drama. It's also a mix of romance, um, action, and some family drama. Okay? Ihalo muna dyan. Now, based on my observation, okay, <laughs> usually when a K-drama is a mix of two or more genre, sometimes one or more of that genre gets left behind. So, hindi lahat napapanindigan. So, ang tanong na nga is, is moving part of those K-dramas? Well, let's talk about that in a bit. Now, let's start muna the chismisan again. Um, fair warning bago natin simulan. Just a warning to all those who just listened to this podcast for the first time. 
I like giving out spoilers. <laughs> I try my best, okay? I try my best. I try so hard to do a K-drama review without spoilers. Sometimes I'm successful, but most of the time, hindi. <laughs> but I, so I try to keep it at minimal, pero yun nga, if you are not happy with, you know, getting even a, a slight hint of any spoilers, then don't continue listening, okay? You can stop now, move on to a different episode, or watch the K-drama first before you got, come back and listen to this K-drama review, okay? So, Yun, yun na lang, yun na lang yung sasabihin ko bago natin simulan. Now, typically, whenever I um, do a K-drama review episode, I give out my rating towards the end of the episode. But I'll do the opposite this time because I, anyway, I have already told you that this is my, might be my number one K-drama of this year. Now, I'm not too sure. There's still a couple of months into the year. So who knows? Maybe there's a K-drama that will premiere sometime in October, November, or December. That would be so much better. But so far, I am confident that I've found my number one K-drama. And it may take a lot so, baka medyo, there, I mean, if, if this is going to be replaced by something else, it would take a lot. It would have been, you know, so much better than this K-drama. Siguro mga level ng, mm, I wanna say, Squid Game kind of buzz or, um, actually, ka-level na nga nitong moving for me is Squid Game eh. So, if ever man may tatapat sa kanya for this year, nahahamunin ito as my number one k-drama, it would take a lot. It would definitely be something really grand in order for me to change my mind that this is not my number one. But anyway, you know nga. So, typically, I start with, you know, giving out my rating, or I typically give out my rating towards the end of the k-drop of the episode, but I'll do the opposite this time because nga, sinabi ko naman sa inyo that this would be my number one. This is possibly my number one K-drama of this year. So, if I will rate this K-drama on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the highest, mga pamangkin, I will give this a 9.99%. 9.99. So, it's not a solid 10 Okay, so if you're probably wondering, why not a solid 10? And what's the 1%, 0.1% for? Diba? So that I will explain later. But let me start on why I gave this K-drama. Why I gave Moving an almost a perfect score. Let's start with the cast. Okay, so Moving is divided into two groups. Well, in my head, they are. <laughs> okay. So we've got the adults, which are basically the parents ng mga teenagers dito na technically at sila yung bida ng yung kwento, yung mga teenagers. And then of course, the young ones. Let's begin with the adults. We've got some veteran actors in the cast. So one of that is Ryu Shung Ryong. And again... <laughs> My pronunciation of Korean names have never improved. I'm so sorry. I try my best, but obviously it's not good. Okay. But anyway, you know who I mean. If you don't know, you can definitely Google this. Okay. But anyway, he, if you, for most of us, you probably remember him from the movie uh, Miracle 
in cell number seven. Siya yung bida doon. Or maybe you remember him as the villain. Siya yung isa sa mga lord. Yung pinaka, pinaka ano, season one, pinaka kontrabidang lord sa K-drama na Kingdom. Like this guy is good no matter what role you give him. Bida man kontra bida. He's always good. So it's not surprising that he is one of the most versatile actors of South Korea. So in this K-drama, in moving, he plays the role of Jang Ju-won, the father of Hisu, who also has um, supernatural abilities and an ex-gang member and an NIS agent. He's a very he has a very interesting backstory, definitely. And he's also very cute. <laughs> There's one particular moment in the series that I oh my gosh, ang cute cute niya. But anyway, I I leave that to your to your watching. Basta hindi ko na spoil But anyway, so he's one of the main um at cast in the adult side and then we also got nagbabalik on a small screen, si Zo In Song. Oh my gosh. Zo In Song, it, it has been what? Almost a decade since. Ano ba yun? Ang last ko na napanood sa kanya is um, the one with Gong Eugene. Uh, I cannot remember the name of the K drama. Crazy, crazy love, crazy something. Anyway, it's been so long and I'm really happy to see him finally again in the small screen. So anyway, we got him and also the lovely Han Hyojo. So if you are a true K-drama fan, those two does not need any further introduction because you probably know them from several notable K-dramas as in several. So I, th- I think even in a to the point that each generation of K-drama fans know them in a certain K-drama. Like, if you ask them kung saan nila naalala, na una nilang napanood si uh, Zoin Song or si Han Hyojo, I, I would probably say that those you can know the age of that K-drama fan based on the answer. <laughs> Ganon sila kagaling. I mean, um, they are one of the top K drama actors and actresses of of this year, or, or sorry, not this year, of this generation. So definitely, you know them for at least one K drama na nagpas nung Anyway, ano bang sinasabi ko? They don't need any further instru- introduction nga. Anyway, these two are the loving parents of. Kim Bong Suk in the K drama, and both of them also have extraordinary powers. So, in song dito nakakalipad, si Han Yojo naman, the best yung senses niya. Like, he, she has very good eyesight, hearing, taste buds. <laughs> si Ate mo girl, wala pinagpala. Anyway, dinig na dinig ni, ni Ate mo girl yung chismis. Anyway, aside from those two, we also have. Cha Taehyun, which is, which for a lot of the titos and titas of K dramas that are listening today fondly remember as the male lead in the first ever Korean movie that most Filipinos have seen, which is My Sassy Girl. 
So he is also in this K-drama. But aside from him, another blast from the past for me because I haven't seen him in a really long time. Well, at least in the small screen. And I have actually haven't really followed his career in the movie side. But anyway, someone who I did not expect to see in this K-drama. And I did not even realize that he is the same person that I know from a certain movie. Playing as the villain, Frank, who also possesses an extraordinary ability, is Ryu Sung Bum, who I remember from the movie The Beast and the Beauty with Shin Mina. I don't know if my fellow K-dramatitos and titas remember that, but I'm pretty sure if nabuhay ka ng mga panahon na kasagsagan uh, to ng may sassy girl eh, kakarating lang ng may sassy girl sa Pilipinas sa Cinema One noon, and then dahil doon, parang naging baliw ang mga Pilipino sa Korean movies, tapos naglipa na ang mga VCDs. <laughs> <laughs> or yung mga Korean downloaded movies na pinagpasapasahan sa mga uh, USB ganon. O yun, isa sa mga K-dramas or Korean movies na, na parang sikat noon na pinagpapasapasahan namin <laughs> is ito ngang The Beast and the Beauty. Oh my gosh, like that is such a blast from the past. Mga pamangkin, years before. We love her in My Girlfriend is a Gumiyo. Super nagandahan na ako kay ate mo girl dito sa bu- uh, movie na The Beast and the Beauty. Ay nako. <laughs> and ang love interest niya doon is si Frank. Yung Frank dito sa K-drama na moving. And if you haven't seen that movie yet, try to watch it. I don't know where you can because it's pretty old. It's a fun rom-com movie but again, it's really old so you'll probably see flip phones mga sinaunang damit <laughs> so yeah anyway also part of the cast is Kim Sung Kyun in the who most of us remember as the Ajusi the funny Ajusi from Reply 1988 now these five actors make up the lead adult cast of this K-drama and one thing that i can definitely say is that the adult cast in this K-drama in moving are not some of the legendary actors of south korea for nothing like they have really done their part in bringing this K-drama to a level worthy of all the buzz that was going around for months since it was fair, first aired and upcoming the upcoming nomination so it's worth the upcoming nominations and awards that I'm pretty sure that they will eventually get like they have nominations already pero tapos na kasi yung mga ano eh, um, award season so most likely next year we can expect them being included as part of the nominees i I would say it's suspicious kung hindi malang sila manominate for like action series or effects or um, actors, lead actors, supporting actors or the newbies. Anyway, so yeah, I'm expecting them. And yun nga, the adult cast did such a great job but wag ka mga pamangkin. The young cast of this K-drama have also done justice for their role. Especially... The newbie actor Lee Jung Ha for his role as Kim Bong Sok, who also, for his role, ha, he intentionally gained 30 kilos and eventually lost them by the time of the premiere. Like, oh my gosh, it, 
hindi ko mapapahanga ka na lang din talaga sa mga actors and their commitment sa role nila like i remember sa hospital playlist most of the cast had to learn playing the actual instruments for their role in the k-drama but actually yung pag play nila ng instrument was just part of it that's not really their main role in the k-drama but they had to learn it and yun nga, dito naman sa moving, Lee Jung Ha had to gain weight to play the lovable Kim Bong Sook. And I just want to say that it was so worth it. And I think he was so perfect for the role. He is super cute, super lovable. Pag, tumingit, pag umingiti siya, tapos the eyes, oh my gosh, ang cute ni kuya mo. And hindi siya yung, ano, hindi siya yung um, hot opa. <laughs> Definitely hindi siya ganun. Pero siya yung parang uh, lovable talaga siya dito eh. And yun nga, I've seen this ano, and I've also seen this TikTok video. Parang compilation siya ng mga behind the scene and also yung mga sa mismong um, series, uh, videos of him being so cute and bouncy. <laughs> ang, ayawang ko, ang super cute talaga niya. Cute is such... A perfect word for him. Gusto ko siyang gawing keychain. <laughs> anyway, yun. Yun nga. And then we also have the beautiful Go Yun Jung, who we first saw in the K-drama of last year, which is Alchemy of Souls. So she this time plays the role of Hisu, a daughter of the daughter of Ryu Song Ryung's character. And then we also have Kim Do Hun, who plays the role of Lee Gang Hun. San naman dito siya ni Kim Song Kyun's character. So, to be honest, Kim Do Hoon, I have never seen him in any other K-drama. And among the cast of this K-drama, uh, well, among the lead cast of this K-drama, Shopper for me is the weakest. I don't know if it's gonna be explored in the future seasons or if there's more to it. But I felt that there's... Uh, medyo nakulangan ako sa kanya. Like, he had his moments, but... I felt that it it could be better. Anyway. So anyway, the three of them naman make up the young lead cast of the K-drama. And as for the rest of the cast, because there's a, f- a lot more, a lot of more people involved in this K-drama, i-google nyo na lang, okay? <laughs> But definitely one thing, uh, one of the things that this K-drama can brag, mga pamangkin, is the amazing cast that definitely made the K-drama viewing experience so much better. Like, it made it worth it. The 20 episodes of it, yes, 20 episodes ito. Sa panahon uh, from 16, we're now decreasing it to 12. This K-drama has or have 20 episodes. Has, have. Basay, tama nyo na lang ang English grammar ko. Basta meron siyang 20 episodes. <laughs> anyway, now, let's talk about the other reasons why this K-drama is possibly my number one K-drama of 2023. Let's start with the minor things like the effects used in this K-drama. Now, being that it's a fantasy, okay, or one of its genre is fantasy, and we live in a time where AI can almost do anything for us, so, of course, my standard for fantasy or supernatural K-dramas or series or movies in general is so much higher. So, so much higher? So much higher compared to, let's say, um, 
Ano ba mga fantasy k-dramas na naalala ko? Siguro sabihin natin ng mga Secret Garden era or maybe the My Love from the Star era. So, of course, the years in between those two or between My Love from the Star and Moving. So, of course, nag-improve na very much improve ang CGI and all the AI. So, I definitely had a, have a higher standard now compared to when it was starting out. So, one thing I can assure you, if you have not seen Moving, is that it delivered, mga pamangkin. Disney showed us in this K-drama na my budget din po kami. <laughs> and I'm almost sure ilang millions. For sure, hindi ba baba sa 20 million ang kinastos for this K-drama. Because almost all scenes, almost all episodes, I mean, has some kind of scenes that needs effects or some stunts that needs to be done. So in terms of action naman, okay, since action is also part of its genre, it also did not disappoint. On some scenes talaga, my jaw literally dropped and my eyes were glued to my screen because of the fight scenes the yeah the fight scenes were really good like the eto yung k-drama bibihira na lang talaga din yung mga k-dramas na hindi ako nakaka-multitask yung parang talagang nakatutok ako sa screen hindi ko mabitawan talagang naka-face down yung cellphone ko habang nanonood ako nitong ma- moving and yun nga one of the reasons is because ang ganda ng mga fight scenes Oh my gosh. I think most of the really good fight scenes involve the characters Nina Frank and ni Jang Joo Jung- Won. Okay? So one of my fave scenes is the fight between the two of them in a delivery truck. <laughs> okay, so spoiler, sorry. But if you remember that, that was hella amazing. And funny at the same time. Lalo na nung may moment yung para. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Pinakita yung sinaaalog-alog yung truck. <laughs> because they, the two were fighting inside. And that was amazing. Parang walang katapusan given they're both, you know, healers. So they can heal themselves. So parang sabi ko, ano ba tong labang to? Pero enjoy na enjoy ako. But of course, with action comes a level of violence. So of course, as a precaution, if that um, I want to say that if you are not confident seeing uh, uh, body dislocation, sabi na lang natin na ganon. 
<laughs> body dislocation, blood. Uh, yeah. So if you're not comfortable watching any of those, I probably would say maybe think about it before you start moving because there's a lot. A lot of fight scenes, a lot of scenes that involves, you know, bloody ones. So, yeah. Now, it's a really good K-drama in sense on damning action. But I think yung medyo needs a lot more work for me is the CGI pagdating sa, ka- sa character ni Zoe Tong dito. Like yung fight and fly scene niya. I don't know. It's a bit awkward looking at it like when he is flying around especially yung scene na nasa North Korea siya yung pumasok siya dun sa building na North Korea and he was like flying around this building or inside the building and it was like I don't know it was just weird looking <laughs> but overall my imagination was so full talagang busog na busog yung imagination ko because of all the CGI because of all the effects that were used in this K-drama I truly love it but moving is not just about people with extraordinary abilities fighting each other with their supernatural abilities it is surprisingly also a romance so there's also romance on the k-drama and i never ex- expected this from a k-drama okay nakikiligin din ako but i but i was and it was more nakakakilig than the recent rom-coms that I have watched, to be honest. Okay? Dito talaga parang, oh my gosh, kinilig ako. And I got romance for both the adults and the young ones. So, we got the adult romance between So and Song and Han Yojos. Even yung character dito ni, ano, ayoko na ulitin yung pangalan niya. <laughs> Feeling ko mamay mispronounce ko naman. Basta anyway, yung character dito ni, uh, yung, yung bida si Jang Juwon. Okay, easier to pronounce yan. <laughs> but anyway, pinaka-love story for me talaga is yung Kenadzo and Song and Hanyo just character. And mga pamangkin, I'd like to say na officially, bumili na po ako ng ticket at sumampan na po ako sa ship nitong dalawa. <laughs> Like, nasa level of Yunbin, Sonye Jin shipping na naman po ako. Kasama na naman po sila sa prayers ko. And tuwang-tuwa na naman po ako. Panunood. Ilang oras atay yung naubos ko, papanunood lang ng ano, mga behind-the-scene moments nila in this K-drama, in the promotions, in the premiere, and also when they are together in other um uh, variety shows. Oh my gosh. Andun na naman po ako. Ando na naman po yung level ng pagiging ano ko, panay. So, just ko, hindi ko na alam kung paano ko titigilan to. Now playing Cupid by 50-50. <laughs> Now, they're not the only ones na kinakiligan ko sa K-drama na ito. Like I said, hindi nagpahuli ang mga bagets. And what surprises me the most about the romance ng mga bagets is hindi ako naasiwa. Yes, naasiwa po talaga is the word to use. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, yeah. Pero when I got older, di ko na talaga bet yung mga coming of age romance, yung mga teen romance, yung mga classroom romance na ganyan. Isa na po ako sa mga tita na ano, 
kinaiinisan ko noon na mahilig man ito ng mga bagets tapos laging linya is mag-aral muna kayo bago kayo maglandihan, ganun-ganun. Ako po ay isa na doon. <laughs> But in moving, okay, in moving, the romance between Bong Suk and Hisyo was so wholesome and so lovable. I think lovable is the right word for them. Siguro, I, I guess it's a plus as well that both characters are also very lovable. I mean, walang pabebe, walang pamacho, walang paimo, walang drama na me and you against the world. So I think those definitely made watching the K-drama so much better in the romance section at least. So mga pamangkin, check na check sa romance, action, sa fantasy. However, when it comes to the family drama, personally, I feel kulang. Now, I don't expect heavy drama and I most certainly don't want Sky Castle level of iyakan in this K-drama in moving. But I definitely feel that they could have, you know, also explored more on the drama, especially on the North Korean supernaturals and their fight for their family too. Kasi parang for me, ang bilis lang ng, parang pahapyaw lang yung spotlight sa mga North Koreans. And I think yung med, yun yung medyo loose part nitong story. Nung buong K-drama story. And hindi rin ganun katight for me ang story ni Frank. So ang lakas talaga ng kotob ko na moving is definitely going to have a second season because why else would you, you know give us a very brief summary of the life of Frank or something parang they're saving it for second season and i have no idea if that's going to happen i have no idea if the kids will be involved on it because i can't imagine Lee Jung-ha gaining again the weight after he successfully lost it in preparation for the premiere and now gaining it again for second season so i don't know i don't know however i would love if the story also deals with frank and other supernatural um s- supernatural characters that could be lurking in the shadow maybe at this time hindi pa nakikilala and i'm pretty sure the webtoon has a lot more so i'm hoping that they could also have that in the second season so yes mga pamangkin i did not really give moving a perfect score because for me the story is a little bit loose okay hindi ako madedenay diyan medyo medyo very loose pa siya sa akin which i expected naman um i expected it given its its premise and also the fact that this is the first season where you are still in the world building stage. Kanya naman usually kasi pag supernatural, you are still in the world building stage and the first season is usually going to be a bit loose kasi you are still in the process of introducing your characters and the supernatural powers that this person has in this world where superhuman beings exist, coexist with natural Or regular people, right? So, that is for me the reason why I did not give out the perfect score for this K-drama. And the 0.01% that I did not give is also because I'm holding back for season 2. Which I feel may be much better than season 1. Hopefully naman. Kasi by the time 
Okay. I'm guessing by that time, we are already done. We have already introduced the viewers to this world where people with, you, you know, superpowers and um, in a world where the superpowers gets passed on to kids and that NIS have special department for them and that North Korea and FBI are also after these individuals. Kumbaga, lahat ng rekado na ilatag na natin. So, sana naman, mas maganda na sa season 2. But let's just say that, you know, we we can only hope for the best. <laughs> so, let's just see as well if there will even be a season 2. I'm... I'm almost sure there will be. Like, nasa 90% sure ako merong season 2. Why else would Frank be, you know, at the very, very last part of episode 20? Kung hindi mo manabutan, the very, very last part of episode 20, meron siyang, anong bang tawag doon? Yung parang sa Avengers, Marvel type of, uh, anong bang tawag doon? Basta sa pinakadulo, akala mo na ending, pero hindi naman ending, meron pang scene. So, why else would Frank be still there? Why would they let us know that Frank is still alive kung walang season 2? Grabe naman, direct. <laughs> now, some of you, some would say that this K-drama is just, you know, all hype and not really worth it because it lacks a clear plot or maybe a clear message. Though I totally respect those who said that, but for me... In a survival series, there's really no other blood than to survive. And that for me is what moving is about, okay? The struggle to survive, the struggle to live peacefully by these people that, as Hizu said to in the K-drama, are not weird, but just different. And I don't know what how else to make that clearer for every for anyone who's, you know, thinking that this is... You know, one of those K-dramas na puro lang hype, pero wala naman talagang clear plot. But yeah, there's really nothing else to expand more if it's a survival series, which I think is moving. Moving talaga is more of a survival of both the kids and the parents, and the parents struggle to keep their kids alive. Yun lang. And I also understand that some people felt that when the story suddenly talks back or... You know, parang nag-flashback sila, nag-travel sila back in time. And the adults' um, backstory were suddenly the focus of the story or the K-drama. Some felt it was boring. Some were suddenly confused. And some felt, I've read on Twitter somewhere, that it was not needed. But mga pamangkin, this is not just about the survival of the young ones. But also the adults who also had to deal with government treating them as monsters or fearing them for what they can do and preventing that from ever happening to their kids. And also, in order to understand the issue at hand, you have to understand, mga pamangkin, that the origin of it is so much needed. So yes, I felt that it was needed. Could it, could it have been shortened? Yes, I also would agree with that. I felt it could have been shortened on some episodes. But in terms of how the backstory, how these backstories were tied to the main story arc, for me, it was good. Not perfect, obviously, because nga, medyo lost din ako sa ibang, medyo lose yung ibang backstory, like yung kay Frank. Medyo na lost ako dun sa backstory nung sa, 
Ano ito? Yung Kore- North Korean? Yung umatake si ano, Zo In-sung sa North Korea. Tapos, something happened in North Korea. Blah, blah, blah. Na parang, ha? Ang gulo naman. <laughs> so, feeling ko, there's more to it that was just never, you know, discussed in the se- in season one because we lacked time and it already is running on a 20-episode series. So, yun. Um, I just feel that it could have been so much better. But my gosh, this is so much better than Mask Girl. Yung talaga. <laughs> Kasi yung Mask Girl, almost similar sila ng parang flow um, ng script, uh, screenplay, sabi natin. Ng screenplay ng nitong moving. Um, in moving kasi each episode almost each episode is dedicated to one particular character like there's one episode that is all about Cha Taehyun's character or one episode na all about So or maybe Han Hyojo and then they are then tied up all together at the end of the series to come up with this this setting pero Ganon din po yung Mask Girl. So, kung hindi mo pa napapanood yung Mask Girl, ganon din yon So, yung mga characters doon, inintroduce din. One episode is dedicated for each of them. Pero, my gosh! <laughs> yun yung malala. <laughs> yun talaga yung pinaka-issue ko doon is the sub-characters were introduced in great lengths that I felt it was needed and it made it dragging. And, you know, if you don't believe me, watch Mask Girl. Like, you can see it for yourself and you can confirm. Anyway. <laughs> so, anyway, moving is definitely not a perfect K-drama. But this is the best of its kind and the best K-drama of this year. Very exciting to watch. I don't remember the last time I sacrificed sleep to watch a K-drama ever since I hit the age of 30. Mula na mag-hit ako ng big 3-0. Priority ko na talaga yung pagtutulog. <laughs> But because of this K-drama, because the K-drama has very intriguing plot and an action-packed episode, I can't help myself of wanting more and more and more hanggang sa madaling araw na naman po. And that's why for the first time, I'm advocating as well season 2. Usually, I'm very hesitant of sequels because they they usually ruin, based on my experience, they usually ruin the first season or not even as good as season one. Like, just watch Doctor Romantic 2 or Stranger 2. Oh my gosh. But with moving, I am begging Disney Plus to please give us a season two. Please, 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 Disney. And by the way, like I said on my episode where I reviewed, I don't know if you have already listened to it, but I had um, a mini series within this podcast where I reviewed K dramas from Disney Plus, being, you know, someone who just joined into the race of being of the best streaming sites for K drama. So, nanood ako ng mga K dramas niya at that time. And I said in there, I think it was the episode about Connect, which is the final um, of that mini-series. So anyway, I said there that at that time, Disney Plus lacks engaging K-dramas that are worth watching. Like, for lack of better words, medyo basura pa yung mga pinapanood ko doon. 
Medyo hindi kagandahan yung mga K-dramas at that time doon sa Disney+. Plus. But I also said in that particular episode of mine, as a final review of the whole Disney+, Plus streaming app and the whole K-dramas in the streaming app are, are on Disney, I also said that I'm sure sooner or later, Disney will find a right group of people that would bring them K-dramas that will get everyone talking. And that pamangkin is now. It just happened with moving. Moving is by far the best The only K-drama in Disney Plus that I will definitely recommend. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm being honest. But that is the only Disney Plus K-drama so far that I will definitely recommend sa inyo. Like the rest, take it with a grain of salt. Bahala kayo kung trip niyo yun. <laughs> Some are also nice. Like um, One Dollar Lawyer, medyo nag-enjoy din ako doon. Magulo lang yun. Pero... Yeah, my Doctor Romantic 3 nandun sa Disney Plus which is also good. Um but of course, you have to know at least this um Doctor Romantic 1 or 2. But with moving, you don't need any backstory, nothing else, and this is definitely one of the best K-drama. The only so far best K-drama on Disney Plus. And I'm sure the people on Netflix and View or Viki are now Taking Disney Plus seriously if they haven't yet, okay? I think Disney Plus will also have a time where it will dominate the competition because of its back-to-back -back hit K-dramas. Because I think, I think they finally have found the right group of people. They have finally understood the right formula they already know the market they already know what type of k-dramas are good what are just plain weird like connect that, that one is just really weird and that is a win for us viewers tayo yung panalo sa ganon because seriously okay and i'm just being honest with this the k-dramas of netflix right now are a hit or miss especially yung mga netflix originals niya like some I cannot even finish because they're so boring. So thank God we've got a different streaming site that also offers us different sets of K-drama. So may options na po tayo. And options are very important. And thank God meron na. So yun na nga. It's a win for us. But all that I said in here, mga pamangkin, are just opinions again my opinions again so again this could be the same as yours you could have a totally different one and that is totally okay we could have opposing or different opinions and that's also okay because we're not all the same right so let me know through any of my social media accounts what you think about moving if you have already seen the k-drama did you love it or did you also think that it was you know overhyped and again nothing wrong with having a different opinion mga pamangkin. so let me know through any of my social media accounts on facebook twitter instagram tiktok it's all at anyong tita and with that until the next tuesday good night kids i love you bruno mars
Kamsamnida. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to rate us five stars. And if you want to be updated, make sure to follow the podcast, hit the notification bell, and also follow me at Anyong Tita on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram so you won't miss out on anything. And catch our weekly deep dive K-drama conversations every Tuesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or other podcast streaming platforms here at your favorite K-drama show with your favorite K-drama tita. Anyong tita! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.